see y'all in about 15 minutes. All right, Great. thank you. Uh, hi, Priscilla, I'm gonna go ahead and just label the tape and then okay. we can start. Uh, today's October 28th, 2018. I'm at the Austin Archives Bazaar in San Gabriel Hall in Austin, Texas. This is Erica Lees and I'm here with Priscilla, what's her last name? Delgado. Delgado. Uh, nice to meet you, Priscilla. Nice to meet you too. Um, so uh, tell me, when are, are you from Austin originally, or did you move here? No, I'm actually, I'm from San Marcos. I okay. am born so and raised. Almost Austin. Almost. Very far. close. Not that far. Um, I lived here for a few years when I was going to UT. Okay. So I, ha I moved back to San Marcos um, 10 years ago in 2008, but um, travel back over here quite a bit. Okay, great. Um, what years were you at UT? 2006 to 2008. I okay. was there for graduate school. Oh, great. At the yeah. high school? Uh-huh. At the high school. You might know some of the same people, because that's when I was in grad school. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so tell me, uh, what was your impression of Austin when you came here to live? I imagine you probably came here as well when you were a child. But. Right. So when I was little, my parents would you know, say, hey, let's go to Austin. And that always meant going to Barton Creek going yeah. shopping. So when I was really little, I thought Barton Creek was Austin. Barton um, Creek Mall. Yes, Barton Creek Mall. <laughs> yes, the mall. Um, so anyway, as I, you know, got older, we would come over and travel, visit some of my, you know, relatives that live here. Um, but I hadn't really experienced like a full day living in Austin. And so coming from San Marcos, it's a small town. Um, you can get pretty much anywhere in less than 10 minutes with traffic. When I moved here to Austin, I had an apartment off East Riverside, and it's it's changed a lot from when I was living there. But um, the the traffic, um, the the hustle and bustle, it's a big difference from what San Marcos used to be like. Now San Marcos is way different now too. It's, it's grown. A yeah, lot. it's grown so much, so much. But when I was living here, it was a bit of a culture shock. But it was kind of exciting also because I could find things to do, places to go. Um, like at all hours of the day or the evening, um, there was there's just so much more excitement over here and um, places to shop and places to eat, go bowling, go see a movie, um, places that would stay open later than in San Marcos. So that was what <laughs> I enjoyed the most, being able to be like a bit of a night owl when everything in San Marcos would close early, like 11 o'clock at night, you know, Austin was still going strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was your, do you remember if there are any like restaurants or stores in particular that you especially were like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I, I have this now. Yes. Players. Players, the burger place uh, yes. by campus. That was my favorite. Legendary UT Yes. Hang. Yes. <laughs> and gosh, I miss it. So like whenever I would come back to, to, to campus, like to go to a game, um, to a UT game or to go to the library up on campus for whatever reason, um, I would make it a point to go eat there to get a burger and a shake. And I was really bummed. I was actually there the last day that they were open. My boyfriend oh, and I drove up wow. here to come eat and there was a long line out the door, but we waited and he had never eaten there before. And so, you know, we got our burgers and got our shakes. And um, I remember, um, what's his name? He's, his brother, I think worked there, but he was a newscaster. Oliveda, Ron, Ron Oliveda? Maybe. I think so. Um, anyway, he was there and I was like, oh my gosh, that's the guy from the news station. Anyway, so my boyfriend and I really enjoyed the food and I was kind of emotional thinking like this place is closing, it's legendary, this this place just reminds me so much of, you know, my grad school experience and my boyfriend was just kind of bummed that like he really liked it, but he knew it was closing like that day. Mm -hmm. So 
was kind of a bittersweet moment. Do you remember anything else from that day? Um, a lot of people, it was a beautiful day outside. I took a ton of pictures of everything, of the decorations inside the restaurant, the building outside, um, the way it looked across the street, looking out onto MLK or whatever road that is, because that gas station used to be there. I think they had torn that gas station down mm -hmm. at the time. Um, how good the food was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was known for a reason. Yep, for sure. Um, so what, what took you back to St. Marcus in 2008? Was it a job? It was a job, yes. Um, I had been offered a, a teaching job here in Austin. I had also been offered a teaching job in San Marcos, and between the two, San Marcos paid a little bit more, and that's kind of why it, what I was looking for for higher pay for a first-year teacher. I knew I wasn't going to be making that much, so I chose to move back mm -hmm. to San Marcos, and I've been there ever since. And how um, how has San Marcos changed, especially in the last few years? A lot. San Marcos was named... Um, the fastest growing city in the U.S. for a few years in a row. I don't think it has that title anymore, but it did for a few years. And so like I had mentioned, like everything would close early. There wasn't much to do. Now there is a lot to do and places do stay open late. Um, there's a lot more student housing, more apartments, new neighborhoods popping up everywhere. Um, the square where all the bars and clubs are downtown, <laughs> those used to close at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock. Now everything stays open until two. We have more 24-hour um, businesses that stay open, you know, 24-7. Um, so it's, I think it's catering more to the students and to the growing population that have more, um, I guess, have more demands or have more things that this, this city's trying to accommodate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what was it like growing up in San Marcos? It was good. I think I had a good um, childhood there. It, it was back then. It was a considerably small town. Everybody knew everybody, um, and I feel like in a way, old San Marcos. We kind of still do know everybody, but there's a lot of new people that have moved into the city over the over the last like 15, 20 years. Um, the river is beautiful. The San Marcos River. Um, lots of memories playing there. My parents' house was by the river, so. Um, that was very much part of my of my upbringing. Um, Do you have any particular memories of the river? The first one that comes to mind are the floods. <laughs> so I mean, that's you know, not, yeah. not great memories or fair game as well. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we we flooded in 1998, oh, wow. and that was a pretty traumatic experience. My, my grandmother had just had surgery and we knew that it was, the water was rising. My dad went to go pick up my grandma and it was kind of a dramatic, you know, afternoon trying to get my grandma back over to us. And then we had to get evacuated. And so we were evacuated in this like big army truck and the water was like up to our waists there at my, oh, wow. my parents' house. Yeah, it was, I'd never seen anything like it before. And thank God, haven't seen it quite that bad since then, mm -hmm. but we have had other floods since. But um, more pleasant memories of the river, um, 4th of July, we have an annual Summerfest um, celebration there on the river. And um, I remember going there as a kid, you know, playing out there all day, watching the fireworks at night. Um, in high school, we would sell, I was on the dance team, we would sell like um, popsicles or ice cream. We'd have fundraisers and we'd be out there all day. 
um, working, <laughs> but it was fun. So uh, there's a lot of um, celebrations focused on the river. Mm. That sounds very um, sort of idyllic Texas upbringing. Yes, it was, it was good. It was a good experience. Mm. Um, now you, uh, came, you were in Austin for a couple of years, like mm -hmm. right before it's like really huge boom. Mm -hmm. um, are there any particular um, Austin personalities that you remember seeing a lot or just any other particular memories from graduate school? Um, I do remember a friend of mine calling me. She was at the U I was, she was at a UT football game and Matthew McConaughey was sitting like five rows ahead of her. And this was before we had good um, cameras on our phones. <laughs> So she was, she, we had flip phones back then and they right. had, you know, a camera, but it wasn't that great. And so she took a few pictures of like the back of his head, but you really couldn't tell that it was him. But I mean, I believed her, you know, that it was him. Um, so I always thought that was kind of neat before it became such like, um, such a big deal. You know, now everybody associates him with UT and, and, and of course back then as well, but he's, ma he's made such a big presence that I don't think was quite there um, 10, 12 years ago. Um, what else? There was a professor that I had, um, and I'm, I'm not sure where, where he is now, but um, Dr. Uh, Richard Valencia up at UT, um, he was with, I believe with the School of Education, and um, I just really enjoyed, you know, learning from him. He had been um, like a like a key witness in several trials here in the area. Um, not a key witness. What is it when? Um, An expert witness. Expert witness, thank you. Um, so it was really interesting learning from him, hearing um, his experiences. And the class that I had taken with him was about um, uh, education for Chicanos here in Texas. Mm -hmm. So it, it really opened my eyes to other experiences that have happened over the years with Hispanics in, in Texas that I really wasn't aware of prior to that. You mean as far as like the Chicano movement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Reading a little, uh, is it Luis Valdez? Yes. <laughs> he, he, no, he wasn't here. It was Luis Urrea that was here. But yes, I know who you're talking about. Uh-oh. Yeah. Great. Um, well, that sounds like a good, we don't have a whole lot of time left, so that sounds like a good time to wrap up unless okay. there's anything else that you wanted to get on tape. No, I think okay. we're good. Well, thank you so much for talking yeah, to me. Yeah, thank you.